0: Hello, and welcome to the Sleep Talking Moms podcast, where we talk through practical sleep advice for busy moms and their kids. I'm your host, Carrie Yena, and today we are going to talk about a thing that people don't really like to talk about, which is sleep. And crying, okay, so in today's episode, I'm gonna be sharing four main reframes for you um, when you're thinking about crying and for the way that we talk through crying and what it actually means so four reframes we're going to talk through. This is going to be um, a pre-recorded, it's a previous video that I've put together that I've now put on the podcast for all my podcast listeners. So take a listen. I hope you enjoy it. And I also wanted to make sure you know that I am currently running a free three-day challenge to reframe your thoughts about crying. So I would encourage you to check the link in the description of this episode. Go join that free challenge. I've only had it out for a couple weeks and I've heard some great feedback from you guys. So I would love to have you partake in it if that is something that would be helpful to you. I hope you enjoy the episode, guys. See ya! Let's talk about the elephant in the room crying, okay? I can guess that if you have been putting off the sleep coaching process, um, you've been putting off getting better sleep for your child, better sleep for you and your family, that crying is probably at the top of your reasons why you've been putting it off. And that's normal. But I want to talk you through some of those feelings you have about crying and help you reframe your thoughts about crying. Because here's the thing guys, crying is simply a messenger crying is not good crying is not bad it is a neutral messenger that is simply your child expressing themselves to you and so let's dig in and talk a little more about this so first off when we're talking about sleep coaching sleep training why does crying always come up well because when we sleep train we are changing certain habits okay maybe your child is used to you holding them while they fall asleep. And so with sleep training, we're looking at laying them down while they're still awake. That is going to be a big habit change, right? Or maybe your child is used to co-sleeping with you in your bed and you want to get them in their crib. That is also going to be a big change. So anytime that we are changing habits, we can expect that our children are going to have some feelings about that. They may be frustrated. They may be extra tired because we're having them do something around sleep in a different way. They may be struggling with the change and crying is going to be their main way to express that because they are younger, because they do use crying as their main form of communication. So this is the first big reframe that I want us to wrap our heads around. Crying is not good or bad. We can't put it into these neat little categories. Okay. Crying is simply a messenger and it is how your child is expressing to you their feelings. Okay. So let's first grab onto that. Crying is my child's way of letting me know how they feel about this new situation. Now, from there, we make the leap to, well, I don't want my child to feel unhappy or frustrated or to struggle. I want them to be happy all the time and never have negative emotions. And as I'm saying that, you're probably realizing, okay, yes, that may be what I'm thinking, but I realize now that that is not real life and that is also not the way to set them up for success in the future. So the second big reframe that we need to do is recognizing that our job as parents is not to keep our child happy 100% of the time or to keep them content and comfortable 100% of the time. That is not our job as parents. Our kids will naturally go through stages where they are unhappy, where they maybe feel sad or uncomfortable or frustrated. And those are great learning experiences, especially when we have the opportunity to do those experiences and help them through them in our own loving home, okay? Where we are close and they know that they're supported and they realize I can get through these uncomfortable emotions and my parents are right here with me as I do it. So that's the second big reframe. It's not our job to keep our children happy. And in fact, if that is our goal in parenting, not only will we fail (laughs) every day, but we also will do a disservice to our kids if that is the goal that we are bringing them up under. The third big reframe that I wanna talk you through has to do more specifically with sleep training. So we know that yes, your child will cry during the sleep training process. That's just how it goes. Unless you have some magical unicorn baby who doesn't, you're very lucky, but most kids are going to cry when you introduce them to a new situation, when you teach them to do something new and they struggle with it, okay? That is just a part of life. And while your child may cry, that does not mean that they won't feel supported. So when I work with families, when I walk families through my one on one services or through my sleep coaching course, I give various levels of methods that they can use. So if parents prefer to be hands on in the room there the whole time their child falls asleep and offering support, they can do that. That's okay. That is still sleep training. That is still going to work. It may be a little slower than processes where you leave the room, but it still absolutely works. So if that is where your comfort level is and you want to be very hands-on and right there with your child the whole time, you have that option. If you prefer to be a little more hands-off and a little more direct with your method, you can always leave the room and come back and check and offer support at varying intervals. So there are options when it comes to sleep training, it is not being unresponsive it is just changing the way that we are responding to our child so before if they cried we may have just scooped them up and rocked them right to sleep and now with sleep training we are going to soothe them in other ways that they may not like they may not accept that soothing but you're still there offering that support so the this third reframe i really want us to get our heads around is that it is possible to support our children to be there for our children but not Fix the crying, not stop the crying at all costs. You can be supportive and have your goal not be, I have to stop the crying right now. And in fact, that um, pull to stop the crying at any cost is not actually supportive in many cases. So big reframe, we can be supportive and not fix the crying. All right, so the next big reframe I want to do is trying to get into your baby's head. little more about why they may be crying Um, because a lot of times we associate our own emotional baggage and we project that onto them so we hear our child cry and we think oh no she's so sad oh no or oh no he feels abandoned he thinks I've left him forever or oh no she is crying because she hates me she thinks I don't love her anymore Um, and so we kind of project that onto them when really we need to take our own emotions out out of the equation and maybe they're saying, Hey, I'm frustrated. I don't, I don't know how to do this. I'm really frustrated right now. Or, Hey, what's going on? This isn't how we do the whole sleep thing. This isn't what we normally do. I'm not sure what's going on and I'm confused about it. They could be saying, Hey, I'm struggling to fall asleep. This is new. I don't know how to do this. Or maybe even saying I'm tired because when you're putting them down, they should be tired and ready to sleep. So I'm tired. I want to go to sleep. I'm not sure what's going on or how to do this myself. And then this is our reminder again, that them to feel those things, to feel, frustrated, to struggle, to be tired, to have an issue with this new routine, those are all normal things for them to feel. They're allowed to feel that and we don't have to feel this need to fix it. We want to take our emotion out of it and really try to get into their head of what they are expressing by this, not what we are projecting onto them. Final reframe I want you to take is that the crying that happens during sleep training It is temporary, okay? So this uptick in crying at sleep time, this is a temporary thing. And as they adjust into their new normal and they learn their new routine and they get better and better and grow more confident at falling asleep on their own, that crying is going to dissipate. This is not a forever thing where you will put your child down for bed and they will cry for 30 minutes every night forever before they fall asleep. This is temporary, so let's remind ourselves of that, that even though it's going to be hard those first few nights or those first few weeks while we are implementing sleep training, it is going to get easier, and you're gonna come out on the other side of it with your child having learned this great skill of independence and confident in their own ability to be put down alone and fall asleep. On their own so this is temporary I want you to remember that and in the description below I'm actually going to link a great article by Janet Lansbury she is a parenting expert and it is entitled seven reasons to calm down about babies crying and it is a great read so I would encourage you to go check that out and read that as well